This is Brian Langle. I'm、uh, from Dash, a connected car company, and you're listening to Paul Kemp from the App Guy Podcast. The App Guy Podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. The App Guy Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp, and I am thrilled to be joined all the way from San Francisco. His name is Pedro Rico.、Uh, he is the founder of Player Pro, and、uh, he, he's basically relocated to San Francisco. You'll no, notice that he's an expat and he's living the life over there, and we're going to find out about his story. So, Pedro, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. Well, I'm thrilled that we've not been let down by Comcast so far. We'll see how we get on with Skype. But、uh, listen,、um, tell us about you personally, Pedro.、I'd, you know, the Appster Tribe would love to know about your journey so far with Player Pro and what basically gave you the idea. Great. Well,、um, uh, as you can tell, I'm a, I'm a、uh, former resident of London. I grew up in London.、Uh, it's my hometown. Um, uh, but my parents are Spanish. They're Spanish immigrants. They, my dad moved to London to learn English, and thirty、uh, years later, he was still in London learning English. So um, um, I do have Spanish her- heritage, but、uh, you know, London、uh, was my home for for many years until I moved to San Francisco about eleven years ago. I started off at、um, at Ericsson. Um, when I came out of college, I graduated with a computer science、uh, with business degree at、uh, Queen Mary College in London, and、um, I was very passionate about mobile phones and mobile phone technology. And this was back in the late '90s, where when、um, uh, WAP was the thing of the day, and it was the very first mobile internet handsets were coming out.、Um, uh, initially, I was working on mobile networks. Uh, with Ericsson, but、uh, I was very passionate about uh, uh, handset development, and I sent a bunch of emails around Ericsson、uh, to see if I could、uh, get involved in in those uh, handset development uh, op- you know operations. And、um, I was very fortunate to 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 get my break with Ericsson in developing some of the very first、uh, mobile browsers and mobile internet experiences. Um, uh, with the company, so、um, that's where my journey started, I guess, in in kind of the, the the professional world. So, Pedro, are you saying that you're? It's because of you that Ericsson. There was that big downfall of Ericsson. <laughs> <laughs> I I left before the downfall. All right. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>、um, it's amazing, and, though, and isn't it? The... That, you know, such a powerful、uh, you know company in in mobile as well, and and just you know how they fell off a cliff. It's very interesting, actually, because I I joined Ericsson.、Um, you know, I was I was I was a fresh engineer. You know, I wasn't. You know, I hadn't. I didn't really have a lot of experience under my belt. But、uh, you know, I joined with a, a group of you know thirty thirty other engineers. I'm sorry about the, my mobile phone going off. That's、um, okay. I mean, we live and breathe by mobile phones. So、uh, if you need to get it, you know, please go. Feel free to answer it. It's not an Ericsson by any chance, is it? No, it's not an Ericsson. Unfortunately, that、uh, that brand of mobile phones is defunct. <laughs>、uh, 
But uh, yeah, you know, Ericsson at the time was uh, was was a leader in mobile phone uh, uh, technology and also mobile phone handsets. It was uh, it was a, a battle between and and Ericsson, um, and um, and it was really as as we started to 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 move from packet switched, sorry, from from circuit switched uh, mobile telephony to to packet switch mobile te telephony that that the the center of gravity started to shift from European companies over to uh, to to US uh, Silicon Valley uh, companies. Pedro, this is very interesting. You're the first person in 133 episodes to start talking about uh, the packet switch. Now, I I'm unfamiliar with this technology, and you're going to have to help me out here. Uh, what could you explain that a little bit more? Because I think I'd love to know, you know, why there was this big shift towards the U.S. and away from uh, the Europeans like Nokia and Ericsson. Well, um, Ericsson um, and Nokia, um, they, they were mobile phone uh, manufacturers, uh, as, as we know, uh, produced uh, mobile phone networks. Um, and so, you know, when when even today, when when you make a phone call through through your phone, through your mobile phone, you're likely using you know uh, Ericsson technology to do that. Um, and uh, uh, you know, the difference between circuit switched and and uh, and packet switched uh, technology, in a nutshell, is that um, uh, is kind of the difference between analog and digital. Um, uh, com you know, uh, communications. Although Circuit Switch was was a digital uh, uh, mobile phone um, uh, technology, uh, basically uh, with Packet Switch, it, it, your your phone calls go through the internet um, rather than through circuits that that route your calls and create direct links between between phones. Right, I don't well, know. There you go. That's, that, uh, <laughs> that's, no, that's right, interesting. And I'm probably not the best person to 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 kind of uh, give you a crash course on 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 that. But uh, uh, that that gives you a kind of a, a overview of of what started to happen, you know, in the late '90s, early early 2000s. Yeah, because we you know we often look at I guess it, I'm trying to think it was probably 2007 maybe whenever the iPhone was introduced we kind of look at that as the pinnacle of the transition from you know the likes of Nokia and Ericsson towards the smartphone era but uh, if if you're saying that 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 part of the switch was because primarily that there was this change between circuit switch switching to packet switching then I honestly didn't know that and this show is all about educating us so uh, appreciate that heads up there yeah, I think you know. I think it was. It's a factor. Um, it, you know, it's one of the factors. Um, but but obviously, mobile internet opened up a a, a new wave of possibilities and uh, and and uh, capabilities of, of various you know mobile devices, which at the time were were really you know either a you know mobile phone where you could text or uh, a PDA where you could do many more things and you know what happened was that uh, uh, some companies like Apple uh, identified uh, you know and even Ericsson at the time you know they had a, the, the MC 
218 and various other devices that kind of fuse PDAs and, and mobile phones, uh, you know, uh, back in the day. But, you know, the companies like Apple identified opportunities that, you know, Ericsson and Nokia um, didn't. Yeah, I mean, now, see, we're going to have to go on a nostalgic walk here. I mean, uh, apologies to all the apps to tribe listening because I, I can't help myself. I, I actually owned a PDA, one of those uh, Hewlett Packard uh, Windows uh, PDAs, in fact, and it was. Uh, I remember those. Uh, you know, with the stylus, and of course. Uh, and so I almost I feel really stupid that I couldn't predict that there was going to be just this overwhelming, uh, you know, move towards uh, what we now have. And uh, but at the time. I, you know, it was kind of something I picked up and you had to sync it every time with the computer and maybe you'd have like out of date, um, some, you know, articles to read or blogs or, you know, some, some, um, newspapers online, but, uh, it was, uh, it just, uh, I don't know why, but it wasn't wildly useful for me. It was kind of a novelty, but, uh, you know, the way I live and breathe with my phone right now, you know, why, why couldn't people like me predict that these were going to become, you know, what we have now with smartphones. And, and that was, we're talking about f- sort of 14 years ago now. Yeah, I have to be honest, I didn't quite predict it myself. <laughs> and I was uh, I was working on, on some of these, uh, uh, these technologies. And uh, it's, 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 you know, it's the difference between being able to, to, to look at the, the opportunities and the potential of, of, of a particular technology and the trends in the market, uh, and not being able to identify those uh, those those opportunities, and you know, um, you know, Apple in particular, but also, you know, um, uh, Google and Windows to a certain extent identify those opportunities uh, early on. Yeah, I mean, I remember actually losing my uh, PDA and and uh, I must have lost it and got the insurance and it took about three or four weeks to replace and it was no big deal to me. If I, that happened to my iPhone now, um, it would be like losing a child. And yeah. So, um, yeah, so there's obviously... Now, I just want to remind the App Store tribe now, for all those times that you complain about submitting an app to the App Store, uh, you know, it's just the world's most unbelievable distribution mechanism, and it is highly competitive. But compared to what you were doing with uh, WAPs and mobile browsers with Ericsson's, I can imagine that we have come a long way. Yes, absolutely. You know, there were no apps at the time. Use the internet with uh, with these devices. You would have to go through a mobile browser that wasn't particularly use you know user friendly. Um, uh, but inter- interestingly, you know, uh, one of the projects that we did at the time, I think it was, a, it, well, it was in 99, the, uh, the Rugby World Cup, uh, we uh, did the first mobile internet uh, uh, broadcast of a, of, a, of a sporting event. And it wasn't really kind of a video <laughs> broadcast. It was just live commentary that was coming from, from uh, uh the, the, the rugby world cup and we had some you know account managers from ericsson demoing it to to the uh executives in, in, in the in the boxes um and uh we were very excited about that it was you know the the, the live feed you know the live commentary that you're used to now when you go to you know guardian.com and 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 check out what's happening uh from uh, you know one of what the a football game in the Premier League. Uh, we were doing that um, with Ericsson uh, back in the late 90s. And, you know, uh, lo and behold, you know, uh, 
15 years later, you know, that's something that you take for granted. You just open an app and you're able to to see all kinds of things, uh, you know, get, get get up to date on anything. You can even stream live TV on, on, on your phone. You yeah, know? I mean, we, we had an episode with um, the founder of Hang With and we're, who's streaming live broadcasts from anyone, uh, 50 Cent. Uh, I had an invite from 50 Cent yesterday, in fact, uh, that he was doing a live broadcast on uh, Hang With. So we all t- take this for granted. And Pedro, what I, oh, first of all, I have to remind the Appster tribe who are 70% US uh, rugby, <laughs> they're probably not going to know what rugby is. And uh, <laughs> so it's that, you know, there are different rules to American football, but it's um, it's a lovely sport. And what's interesting now is I'm starting to get a sense of your journey, your personal journey, because many of us do things in life and we're not quite sure. It's a bit like Steve Jobs when he says you have to look back to connect the dots and you know, here you already are talking about rug- the Rugby World Cup and streaming that uh, broadcast in 1999. And now you're the founder of Player Pro. Um, are we connecting the dots here and, and as we trace your journey back? Uh, yes. Um, you know, uh, I, I've always had a passion for, um, for football uh, or soccer, as it's called here in, in, in America. Um, and, uh, that was really something that, uh, you know, I, I, I couldn't shake off, you know, I've been, you know, uh, an Arsenal fan for, for, for most of my life now. And, uh, I always dreamt of, uh, about playing for Arsenal and, uh, maybe scoring a goal in the World Cup final. Um, it's, uh, it's something that's, uh, that's, uh, that's that's been with me all, all my life and um you know i realized in college that uh, i wasn't ever going to be a, a professional professional player and um uh something happened that uh, that that kind of drove, drove me in a certain direction in life and um uh what happened was uh, the club that i um you know was associated with as, as a child the paddington boys club um needed a a, a coach or a manager uh, for for a uh, under 14s team, uh, a football team, um, and um, I said, "Well, you know, I know football. I I can do this." And uh, I decided to, to to coach the team. And some some of the kids there were kids that I played with, you know, in the park. You know, I'd I'd get home from school, you know, get my uniform off and and go to the park and and uh, play football and and so some of the, those kids I, I already knew and so it was a, a very personal connection for me to 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 be able to um you know uh, try my wits out at uh at uh, football football management uh but at the same same time make a contribution to to um to my local community so pedro i think um, we're probably best at this stage of the interview that uh, the apps tribe uh, want to know what player pro is all about and uh, perhaps you can spend a few minutes just describing what it is it does uh, for for the community and for, for the world uh, of course you know uh, fast forward um, 17 years later and, and and I'm still a football coach um, here here in America uh, for the last five years I've been coaching at a, a, a very very nice school very prestigious uh, private school called uh, Head Royce School and um, you know a couple of years ago I realized that you know I had this wonderful uh, 17 or you know 15 year career at the time um, uh, in in soccer and I didn't really have anything to show for it and so what Player Pro is is a, um, 
a social network that allows you to to uh, automatically build your own uh, timeline in soccer, your own visual timeline. Um, and uh, the way that it works is that um, every time you play a game, uh, if anyone at your game takes a picture or a video, uh, or if you update the score of the game or add a stat like you know Pedro scored and Paul assisted, uh, it uh, it builds your timeline automatically. So it really is kind of like an IMDb or even a LinkedIn, but for for football or, or soccer as it's called here in America. Yeah, oh, it sounds fascinating. I mean, when you said timeline, uh, I'm hoping to get an interview with Noah Kagan, who is the guy who, uh, technically speaking, invented the Facebook timeline. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, and also I'm thinking back to one of the previous episodes uh, with XS apps and um, the, the founder there said that it's a little bit like TV. When TV first came out, there was only like a three channels, then four, then we, you know, we got really excited. There was a fifth channel here in the UK. And, uh, you know, social networks and apps are a little bit like that. You know, there's basically, uh, as the market matures, there's more options and we get more of what we need. And you're just kind of living proof that uh, there's a real demand for specific uh, timelines such as Player Pro that can't be addressed with Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, you know, there's there's there are kind of, um, there is a... Um, uh, and a market and, a, and an opportunity for these kind of very specific niche, if you like, uh, products that focus focus on uh, particular verticals. Um, uh, and you know, I definitely believe that 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 sports um, uh, and you know, in this case, uh, soccer, because we are you know eventually going to uh, um, spin off to to other sports but uh but uh, sports is is a market that uh right now is is um it, you know particularly in the participation segment you know of the, of the market um no, there is no clear leader and there there is no one who's driving this uh this innovation uh you know professional uh, brands, professional players, professional teams, uh, you know, take for granted all of the resources that uh, are available to them. You know, they have broadcast television, they have um, journalists, they have uh, these massive media and PR machines that, that uh, help promote their brands and, and, and help them thrive. Uh, but on the amateur side, um, we, we don't have those capabilities. We don't have... Um, the ability to to um, uh, create a sustainable model for our teams and for our leagues and for our clubs, or even for ourselves as players, um, and and so Player Pro is really about empowering everyone who participates in you know in football to um, to kind of have their own career, their own contribution to the world of football. So, so let's talk specifically how it works. And you mentioned that we build up our own timelines. Are we taking picture, uh, photos with our phone, using it to upload then to the app? And then uh, the uh, app will automatically put it in order. Uh, do we have to, um, I guess, make a note of the game that we're playing or the side that we're playing against or the league that we're in? Well, you know, quite simply, it, it all revolves around the game. It revolves around the game of football. So, you know, uh, PlayPro creates a live game feed, much like you know, if you 
if you go to any kind of newspaper or site, see what's, you know, perhaps you can't watch the game live, you know, a, prof a professional game live on TV and you want to go to a new site and get the latest, um, you know, updates from the field. Um, so, that, so, so that it creates a live game feed where um, uh, anyone can contribute uh, what's going on in that game at the time. Um, and so, you know, uh, with the WPSL, the Women's Premier Soccer League, which is kind of the second tier of uh, women's soccer in the um, what, uh, you know, and they're using Player Pro, what, what we've found is that, you know, we have fans, we have players, we have, you know, various people at the game. Sometimes there's, you know, 100, 200 people at the game um, contributing media uh, that enriches the experience um, of, of the game itself, but also creates this narrative uh, for for the teams, for the players, and even for the league itself, um, uh, and records the history of what's actually happened. Um, and so, uh, so, so that's where you know Player Pro really kind of you know uh, uh, focuses in the, on the actual game itself. Okay, so I get it now. So that uh, then there's uh, someone can create uh, a game. And uh, anyone can have access to that. And I guess they provide links or uh, you can search for it. And then uh, you can contribute to the uh, uh, commentating on the game through uh, texting, messaging, uh, who scored. Got, uh, and then at the end of the, the game, it's all archived in, and, and kept in the timelines of the people that were there. Yes. Uh, it also serves a, a kind of an, ad, an administrational role, if you like. Um, so, you know, uh, all of this information, this crowdsource information, because uh, if you think about it, you know, a league, you know, like the Women's Premier Soccer League, they, they have 84 teams spread all across the country. Um, and there, there is a kind of administrational overhead in, in collecting all of the information that's coming from the games to update the website. So what Player Pro does is it automatically gets that information, verifies it through, uh, through kind of an internal moderation uh, um, dashboard um, and updates the website without um, uh, people having to make phone calls, people having to kind of fill out forms, um, uh, send emails to, to collect this kind of information. Uh, that's just excellent. What a great, you know, again, it comes down to problem solving. That's time and time again on this uh, podcast series that, uh, you know, you go back to many of the uh, past episodes and it's all down to solving a specific problem, no matter how niche you go into a market. Um, so the, what we'd like to do here, Pedro, is we'd like to give ideas out to um, the, the Appster tribe, you know, that uh, potentially could build some apps. Uh, you've already given me quite a few ideas because, um, as you say, this is, um, you know, soccer, but you're looking to expand to other sports. And of course, it doesn't have to just be sport related in, in this breakup of, um, you know, getting really niche into a, a market. So... I'm going to just ask you straight up. Do you have any other app ideas that you've been thinking about? You know, maybe as you uh, as you're playing a game or you're in the shower, wherever. Um, have you got any anything on your plate? Anything you potentially are thinking about in the future? Uh, wow, uh, that's a that's a tough question because I'm always uh, thinking things up. But you know, one one thing that I'm very passionate about, and it's it's already happening. And it's, it's funny because because I had this idea you know, uh, maybe five, six years ago before I 
you know, uh, started working on Player Pro. Um, and and it's quite simple. It's just the ability to share uh, anything that belongs to you, you know, uh, you know whether it's uh, sharing your car, sharing your PlayStation, sharing various other things um, for a fee, you know, just for a, a little extra money. And, you know, one great example is uh, is Airbnb, where you can just share your room with uh, with visitors uh, from out of town or, you know, uh, you know, maybe kind of on a medium or long term basis, you know. Um, so the sharing economy, you know, uh, is 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 something that uh, still has a great deal of uh, great deal of potential I, I love that idea and i'm gonna have to say that you know the word share you know we've talked about being nostalgic and before the apicom economy came along you know share used to mean exactly that you know i'll uh, share my car i'll share my you know a collection of albums with you but i want them back after a while you know so share mm-hmm. exactly and nowadays you know when you, when you said share it means communicate it means uh, i'll send you a link or i'll, I'll uh, email you uh, so it's just <laughs> it's an ob- yeah it's just an observation of how our uh, culture has changed and how that word has been uh, taken to mean something else over the last um, 5 to 10 years uh, so wonderful ideas. Um, now, the other thing we like to do on the App Guide podcast in the last five minutes we've got you is uh, ask you about your favorite apps. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing that you're a smartphone user. What what phone do you carry? Wow. Well, um, I recently switched from an iPhone 5 uh, to um, an HTC One M8 because uh, we're, we're uh, our Android app is in beta right now, and uh, you know I wanted to have it at my fingertips so I could continue testing it. And, and obviously, I'm out there on the field all, all the time, um, so I want to be able to 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 use our product. You know, um, my favorite apps. Let's, uh, uh, we're going to have see. to ask you about the switch. What was the switch like for you? If, how was uh, going from iOS to Android? Well, I have to say, you know, in in my house, I have a, a mini mini museum of phones that I've had in the past and I've had <laughs> <laughs> everything from the uh the Razer uh, my my favorite phone that I've never had is an old phone it's a it's a Nokia 232 it's an analog phone uh and I think it's really beautiful No don't tell uh, me that the two my my favorite oh I'm trying to remember the model number it's a Nokia uh 2 something something I can't actually a 28 maybe uh but it was the one that flipped open with the keyboard Okay. Yes. Yes. I remember that phone. I've got that. Uh, if you want to, if you want to add it to your collection, I'd, I'd love to, you know, I've got some, I'm sending it over. I'm going to, I'm going to dig it out and send it over to you, Pedro, because, uh, and I know that we've got a previous guest who would love that because uh, he uh, invented an app that, and a, and a site that helps people collect items. So uh, <laughs> we're, uh, yeah, I'll send you that over. I mean, it's never going to get used again. And, uh, but it's one of my favorite, uh, I had it for at least seven years. Uh, yeah, you know, I, so so the switch for me was not uh, not bad at all because I'm used to uh, switching between phones. You know, I've uh, I've I've had Windows phones, I've had Android phones, I've had uh, Symbian phones. Um, uh, you know, various various other OSs. Um, it's it's a little bit um, uh, it's time consuming getting used to it. Uh, initially, as 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 you can imagine, you know, when you get a new phone, you just can't help playing with it and trying to configure it to 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 something that you can live with. Um, 
but yeah, it's a it's a decent phone. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's no, not no. as hey, responsive. I've, as I've the heard other it's phone. got some really good features and the speakers as well. Uh, very good on it so so give us your favorite app on there then maybe one that you think we maybe maybe haven't come across yet wow um uh, you know i i guess i'm i'm fairly boring but you know i'm using i use evernote uh, evernote for everything i don't know if you're familiar with evernote yeah yourself. We, we evernote's great but you know here's the challenge is that are you using it for business cards you that's the thing i was using it for business cards um with my iphone but unfortunately they haven't released it for the android yet um i used to have a, an app called card munch which was yeah uh, i had that yeah are they still supporting yeah. that no um they uh switch they switched us basically to to evernote which which i you know in you know i switched shortly after starting using evernote to 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 snap the cards and it and it worked fantastic it was it was really really good um but uh, unfortunately i don't have a, a card a card muncher anymore um on on my android yeah the, again it's just uh, one of those um things that happen you know you get used to an app and you love it then it, it gets scobbled up by one of the bigger boys and uh, mm, yeah. unfortunately the the features that you loved about the standalone app just seem to disappear and uh, I, I do I, have yeah. one one other app that I, that is you know uh, and it's not just an app it's it's a, it's a way of experience as well but, you know uh, i can't live with evernote because i you know uh i uh, take pictures with of you know even my notes or i send my engineers um you know sketches that you know uh, uh sketches that i draft up on on my notebook and send a picture over to an engineer um but the other app that we use quite extensively is uh, is trello um i don't know if you're familiar with that one Yes, uh, Trello. I've actually downloaded it, but not really started using it. And uh, it's yeah. something that I've really got to get. Uh, so we we with. use this uh, we use this app um, uh, as you know the, the the mission control for our agile development system. We are a small team, uh, but we uh, we need to be able to track you know what we're working on right now, uh, the 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 feedback we're getting from customers, uh, and 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 feed. Uh, decide you know, on a weekly basis what we're going to do next week. What's what's the the stuff that we're going to work on uh, this week that is going to give us the, the the biggest bang for our you know our time. Uh, so so Trello really helps us with that. You can see at, at a glance, you know uh, what's going on, um, it, you know on you know with the development team, but also for things to do next yeah i'm going to start uh, using that pedro so yeah. just to the app, i guess we should explain to to people what, what trello actually is right yeah well i mean it has been mentioned a few times on the show and uh as, as i said i downloaded it because of that but i've not started playing with it but i believe it's a communication tool and then it enables you to communicate amongst uh, uh all, all your different team in, in different um uh projects so um just uh a note to the apps to tribe listening you mentioned evernote and uh, in episode 125 if you go and search for that go and visit the appguy.co search for episode 125 uh, the author of traction justin mares he said that you can get um, a transcription uh, of uh, his interview with the founder 
uh, of uh, Evernote. And uh, apparently it's just a wonderful chat that he had with the founder of uh, Evernote. And given that we all love that app so much, seems like something to remind you to, to be able to do. Um, uh, Fantastic. I'm going to dig that one up. Yeah. So, Pedro, uh, actually, uh, you are a very inspiring uh, developer and someone who's uh, been uh, you know, uh, through all these different uh, evolutions of mobile. How best can we reach out and connect with you? Well, you can reach me. You can go to getplayerpro.com, uh, check us out and um, uh, and try Player Pro. Of course, you can give us uh, any feedback you want. Uh, otherwise, you can reach me on Twitter. Uh, Pedro the Coach um, is uh, is my handle. Uh, or shoot me an email, Pedro at getplayerpro.com. I'm happy to help. You know anyone who who has a question on on anything really you know the 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 ecosystem here in in silicon valley is you know as 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 they you know of course they're trying to see that cities like in berlin miami uh, new york the ecosystem is really about sharing information helping each other out making connections you know that that might be fruitful or useful uh, for for your friends and for your peers and um, and that's the philosophy that you know that I have and um, it's it's worked really well for me because I've made some fantastic friends who, who have um, you know given me uh, ideas given me feedback shared um, you know uh, the kind of systems and, and apps and things that they use to make their lives more more uh, productive and fruitful and i'm happy to um, to help out wherever well pedro thank you very much for that and uh, i'm encouraging everybody now uh, listening to to really uh, you know take you up on that because you sound like someone who is going to be really helpful so thank you for joining us on the app guide podcast it's been a wonderful journey that we've gone through and uh, i wish you all the best with soccer pro and uh, i'll certainly be following you on twitter and looking for ways that i can help you in the future thank you very much thank you for listening to this podcast stay tuned for the next episode if you want to be a guest on the show or suggest someone then please send an email to info at one the app guy podcast <laughs>